All right, thanks for joining me today, guys. This is the Triple Play Fantasy Beyond the Analyst Series. Today we have Heath Cummins joining us. He comes from CBS. He's a senior fantasy football writer there, as well as part of the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Thanks for joining us today, Heath. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. Looking forward to this, and uh, I'm doing okay. Trying to uh, trying to slowly recover. It was a long, long day and evening yesterday. Yeah, so this won't be coming out uh, live, but for those of you who don't know, we're recording this the day after the the greatest weekend of, <laughs> uh, of football with the divisional round. So uh, he's, Kansas City Chiefs just won last night as we're recording. So, so I'm glad I, I got you after a Chiefs win instead of a, a devastating Chiefs loss. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I, and I've tried to explain this to my family, but like we've entered this weird area where it's just every playoff game that people think we're going to win. And they they um they don't remember what it used to be like. And so there's a, there's a big upset coming in the future, but uh, hopefully not until next year. Fair enough. Uh, so this is Triple Play Fantasy. Uh, we are not talking fantasy takes. This is supposed to be about getting getting to know various fantasy analysts in the industry. So we're going to be talking about a few different things, asking some questions, getting to know you a little bit better outside of fantasy football. Um, like I said, there's, I'm sure you're going to have plenty of shows this year talking about your 2022 sleepers and your uh, favorite rookies coming up, but but that's not what we're going to be talking about today. So I appreciate you joining me and uh, we're going to kick it off with the first question. We are going to keep it sports related for the first one. Um, did you play any sports growing up? I played a lot of sports growing up, not very many, very well. But um, I played little league, the f- little league baseball, little league soccer. Played a little bit of football in middle school, and I was just absolutely awful. Although I did make a game-saving tackle um, in overtime of one game. I played corner. I was not any good at all. Thankfully, nobody threw very much. Um, basketball was what I played the longest from early childhood until I played all the way through high school. Um, and then I played golf in high school as well. So I, I played a lot of sports in high school. But like I said, I wasn't ever like really good. I started my senior year in basketball, but we had like 200 kids in our class. So it was a small school. It still counts. Still having fun. Now, did any of that experience lead you to pursuing work in fantasy sports or was that just completely separate? I don't like I think it, it is definitely connected. And it's weird because my parents were not really big sports fans. My grandpa was. And so a lot of that came from him. One of my earliest uh, sports related memories was it was his mom's, like my great grandma's 95th birthday party. And he snuck me out and we left early to go watch the Super Bowl where the, uh, I don't remember which one it was, where the Bears, bear, it was the fridge where the Bears just destroyed the Patriots in 85. Um, and I remember like the 85 World Series watching that with him when the Royals won. And so I think it was that connection more. I was an enormous sports card geek for like five years as a kid and so i would sit up in my room wet like middle of the night with my cards strewn across the room finding some way to organize them and making up new stats i think that was probably more the side of me that led to the writing about fantasy that's awesome and uh, sports cards are making a huge comeback now too yes <laughs> that's awesome so then i know you, you've posted a lot about it on on social media you have a passion for barbecue and for beer. So do you have a favorite type of meat to smoke? And, and is there a reason why that's your favorite? Uh, well, yesterday I just spoke. Like my favorite thing when done perfectly is burnt ends. Okay. And that's the the, uh, the the point of the brisket that's cut off and chopped up and then recooked again. 
Um, when I do that just right, that would be my favorite. But yesterday it just turned out okay. I smoked a couple of briskets. Um, probably the thing I do the best consistently is pulled pork. Um, pretty hard to mess that up. So that's probably the thing that I, I smoke the most often. But burnt ends, when I get it right, is my favorite. And the thing that I'm really just still not very good at somehow is ribs. Um, I still have not done ribs perfectly. I'd love to see if there's anybody else out there that can can help us with that. Then uh, so. I've, I've done a lot of research. I've, I've heard a lot of things told me about what I'm supposed to be doing. I've not uh, not mastered it yet. Just just got to find that 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 secret step. Uh, so I probably already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is there any beer that is better than the one you're drinking while smoking meat? Then, you know, that's a good question because we've had this conversation about like ranking the various beers. Um, I think recently we've kind of, I say we're remodeling our house. The only thing that I can do in terms of house repair is paint. So we've been painting our house and then we're going to have other people remodel the rest of it. Um, but we painted the inside and the, the like after 10 hours of physical labor beer might be slightly better than the while you're smoking meat beer because they all kind of run together. I start like I'll start a lot of times 4:35 in the morning smoking meat and I'll be doing it for 14 hours. Those beers aren't quite as special as that first one after you've been actually like working. I don't do that very often, but actually working for 8 to 10 hours at a time. That might be my favorite beer right now. That's right. That's like a hydration beer like instead of water just, just drink a beer. Oh, uh, just it, it it goes down like water that first one, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. And now do you have a preferred type of beer i'm sure you drink several different kinds but i don't know if you had like a favorite that is your go-to yeah right now my go-to and i this if you told me this five years ago i wouldn't have believed it but it's the session ipas just because on a day like yesterday or a day where i'm I'm smoking meat or something like that and i want to have several beers i'd like to be able to still be functioning throughout the day as well so uh founders just came out with all day haze i like that one a lot and then here in florida cigar city has the high low and I, I also like that one a lot. So yeah, that, the hazy session IPAs are probably my favorite right now. I also love stouts and porters in the right atmosphere. That's fair. That's awesome. Yeah, it's important to, to pick the right beer for the right occasion or moment and determining how many you want to have and what you want to be able to do during and after. <laughs> for sure, yes. <laughs> awesome. And then do you have any other passions or hobbies outside of this fantasy sports space besides obviously <laughs> Beer you know, I, I, my dad was just asking me the other day if I was going to start playing golf again because I haven't played golf really since I moved to Florida and took this job. Um, I, I don't really like I coach um, youth basketball is probably the other thing that takes up the most of my time as far as my passions. I, I've really the last couple of years gotten into meditation and that's helped me a lot. So those are the two things like between coaching, which I think you could make the argument that you probably need to meditate if you're going to spend very much time coaching 12 year olds. Yeah, so I coach my, my oldest son in soccer. So we're in the five six division now. I start with the three fours, and uh, yeah, it's a it's like herding cats sometimes. <laughs> it well, and it's so interesting because like that that age that you're at comes with its own set of challenges. Just like trying anytime you can get two or three of them to move in the same direction at the same time, it's an enormous win. It's it's really satisfying. I'm at the age now. My son's twelve, and I went through this. I, my oldest son's twenty. I coached him from the time he was seven all the way until he was playing high school basketball and I didn't coach him anymore. And so now I'm on this journey a second time with my youngest and you get to that 12 and 13 age and and the kids start to look at you like your kids look at you when they're that age and you can't discipline them in the same way. So it's a, it's a whole new challenge now dealing with preteens and teens and trying to get them to uh, still respect the game. 
Yeah, no, I, I can imagine. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have my my five and six year olds do wind sprints yet. Um, so, <laughs> so, but but yeah, just telling them which direction are we scoring. That's like ninety percent of. That's how I start every game. Which way are and, we going? And we had one instance last year, and it was um, one of our players shot on the wrong goal. So it still still happens even when you get older. Yeah, yeah. And we still cheer for them when they score on the wrong side. It's it's, <laughs> it's still fun, but that's awesome. And yeah, like you said, coaching's a whole another whole another thing, especially in, in these sports. So it's awesome to get to have that experience with with your kids for sure. Um. So now, obviously, I listen to the fantasy football today podcast. I love all you guys, um, and I understand you're not a fan of Halloween, correct? I'm not um, like I don't want to poo-poo it for anybody else, but sure. I don't really enjoy the whole trick-or-treating thing. I don't really enjoy. I definitely did not enjoy taking my children trick-or-treating. Um, it's a little bit better in South Florida. I my my first two grew up in Kansas City, and so Halloween it was always raining and always like 35 degrees outside. It was just a miserable experience. Now it's it's not as bad, but I, I'm glad that all my kids are old enough to where if they want to go trick-or-treating, I don't have to go. No, and I, I, There's nothing wrong with not liking Halloween. I, I know Adam gives you a hard time. I understand it. Um, but I'm, I'm obviously impressed with their costumes. I believe you were Aaron Rodgers returning to the Packers for what was it, the preseason training camp this past year. And then I think you were Hopper from Stranger Things the other year. So you still come up with incredible costumes, even though you're not a fan of the holiday. Well, we have neighbors that were two houses away from us that are the best Halloween decorators that I've ever been around or seen. Their house turns into almost like a haunted house every year, and they have a big party. And I, my wife and I go to the party, and she would like for me to be dressed up, and she really likes it when we're dressed up as, as theme things. So um, I participate and I do my best. I really look for costumes that I can just buy something that I might get to wear again so I don't have to buy an actual costume. But yeah, I've, I've been uh, Aaron Rodgers. I've been Hopper. I was, uh, we were Forrest Gump and Jenny one year. We were Jim and Pam one year. Um, all all kind of in that same window though. Awesome. Uh, I, I think you've been crushing it for, for not enjoying Halloween. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now are there any holidays that, that you are a, a big fan of if, if it's not halloween yeah i i like most of the holidays um i'm not a total holiday party pooper but i'm uh, sure. big fan of thanksgiving christmas easter valentine's day is even okay awesome so just just the halloween and i, I understand that uh, <laughs> that's awesome though um so the fantasy sports space is growing rapidly uh, and i think that's great there's a lot of people putting out content a lot of diversity in the content um i think honestly it's probably from covid of people just having to be at home for a while work from home and finally taking that plunge into the fantasy space um i mean myself i just started just under a year ago um finally trying to create content do you have any advice for someone that either hasn't started yet but has been thinking about it or, or just got started um make sure that you're really doing something you enjoy because like the path to doing this full time is a pretty narrow one and it's going to be if you if you make it it's going to be full of a lot of for most people long nights of writing after long days of working um and so and i did that for for several years before i i ever had a, even a dream of doing this so just really make sure that you enjoy it make sure that you really um, I would suggest just be as kind as you can to everybody else in the industry and then seek out those people. And it's like, it's not hard to tell. I mean, most of our interaction probably comes on Twitter 
but it's not hard to tell the people who have that same type of motto and really, I think, associate with yourself with that group. And um, it, you'll have a much more pleasant experience. And that's what I would really focus on is just your experience and your enjoyment of it. And if you're doing what you really love and you're working hard, then you'll get something good out of it. No, that's great advice. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, a lot of people are in it for different reasons. Like for myself, I have no aspirations of making it a career. I'm just, it's a passion of mine and I'm just having fun. and want to put out hopefully content that helps somebody, but I understand others that they're grinding away, trying to, to make something of it, which is great too. But, and, yeah. and I think that, that, that advice works either way. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I, I think as long as you're really like doing the best you can and making sure that you're doing, enjoying what you're doing, then keep doing it. I appreciate all the advice. That's great. Um, so now I have some rapid fire questions if you're game for it. Oh, they're, 100%. Yeah. They're, they're a little controversial. Um, oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. So no matter what you say, someone is going to agree with you. And there's also going to be plenty of people that, are, that disagree with you. So excellent. I just want to, just want to fair warn you and. I got most of these off of Twitter. I wish you I could see. have done this first with Adam and I just would have said the opposite of whatever his <laughs> answers were. But um, I, I, I can pro- I'll probably just do that by default anyway. Fair enough. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to try to get Adam on here. We can, we can do this <laughs> with him too and, and see, see if you guys are the opposites because uh, that, would, that would definitely be funny. Uh, so the first one, do you pour cereal or milk first in the bowl? I don't understand how this is controversial at all. Um, I always pour cereal first in the bowl and then I pour milk on top of the cereal and I've never seen anyone do the opposite. I've never heard of anyone doing the opposite. Maybe on Twitter, someone once said they did the opposite, but I don't really believe this. <laughs> so cooter doodle on, on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you know her. Um, yes. So she's, yeah, a- she, she really got me with a zinger one, one time. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember being embarrassed for the rest of the day because she uh, sent me to my room. <laughs> so she started this thing um where i don't honestly i don't even know if it was her pretending with her her hilarious crazy videos but i honestly believe that this is what she does and then more people came out and said this is what they do as well so it, it got a little crazy on twitter for a little bit about this um i'm on wouldn't, your side by the way but like I, i'm having understand. a hard time even envisioning this but wouldn't it splash the milk out of the bowl when you poured the cereal into the milk I don't, maybe you tip the bowl, kind of like how you pour a beer with a tip glass. I don't know. Um, but there's definitely people out there that, that pour milk first, and they're very loud and proud about it. Um, but I think the majority is on the cereal first. So uh, I, I'm, on, I'm on the right side on this one. I feel confident in my answer. I agree. Yeah. It's just the ones that disagree with you, they're just going to be louder. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> So the next one is a hot dog a sandwich. Okay, so I want to clarify here because for the most part, my family eats gluten-free, and so we don't eat a lot of bread. We do still have hot dogs. We just eat the hot dog without any bread, and that is quite obviously not a sandwich. But if you put a hot dog in between a bun, then yes, it's a sandwich. It is meat inside of bread. That is a sandwich. Fair enough. Should should toilet paper hang over or under the roll? It seems to me that it should, I've never really considered this one, but it seems like it should obviously go over the roll because if it goes under the roll and it gets pulled off a little bit early, then you have to reach under to try to find where the toilet paper starts. If it's over, then no matter where it is, you can see the end of the toilet paper and grab from there. So I think over is the clear and obvious right answer. 
I, I appreciate you walking through the mechanics of it because I couldn't describe it perfect more better myself than than that just seems to be the most logical. Uh, so this one might honestly be the most controversial of all of them. Is pineapple an acceptable pizza topping? Not for me. Um, I don't want to. If somebody else likes to put pineapple on their pizza, I mean, I hear people say you shouldn't put fruit on pizza, and that's obviously wrong because you don't have pizza without fruit because tomatoes fruit. So if you want to have a, a pineapple ham Hawaiian pizza, I have done that before. I don't really like it, but I it's fine for you. It's not okay for me though. Fair enough. And this is not one of the questions, but I understand bell peppers would be okay on your pizza. But if we had Adam on here, that would be definitely unacceptable on his. Pizza. Adam hates bell peppers and Adam has a lot of bad food takes. I believe one time he said that raisins are the best food ever. Um, he definitely hates pickles and bell peppers. He says the only good fries are sweet potato fries. Um, he likes on Thanksgiving sweet potato casserole better than mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, he's just just nonstop bad food takes. And bell peppers was yet another. Um, I've got a, a three-year-old who eats bell peppers raw for snack mm -hmm. and loves them. We put, we put bell peppers on all kinds of things, probably buy four to six of them a week. Yeah, no, my, my two-year-old loves them raw. If I'm making anything with bell peppers, I have to save a few for him. Otherwise, he freaks out and, and demands bell peppers. So so I completely understand that. Um, and I love your your uh, Twitter thread going of all <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the takes you disagree with, <laughs> with Adam. Um, it, I noticed the other day that there's one of them that actually ends up in there twice. It was like two years apart. I'd forgotten that I already put it in the thread. And then it shows up again because Adam said the same thing. And that is our long-running debate about whether or not you should be able to veto trades in fantasy football. And Adam thinks that you should, and I think you should not. And so you do, there is a little cookie in there. You find he's made the same bad take multiple times in the thread. <laughs> Perfect. And then so the, the last one is probably the one you have to give the most thought to, so I don't know if it's really rapid fire. Um, but you're stuck on an island, but you are able to listen to music. So what is the one album you would choose to listen to on that island? So I like right now there is one album that I'm listening to over and over and over again. I'm trying to decide if I had it on an island, would I eventually get tired of it? And it feels like I should choose something more classic than this. But Chris Stapleton starting over, um, I have just been listening to on repeat for like a year now. And I think right now, if I was stuck on an island today, that's probably the one that I'd take with me, even though I, I'm afraid that like after a week, I might regret that. That's fair. I mean, honestly, if you're stuck on an island, you you might get tired of anything you, you put on and then right. it just becomes background noise. So hey, whatever makes you happy, that's what you got to pick. That's exactly right. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the last of my rapid fire questions. Um, so I ho hopefully we didn't anger too many people, but I, I'm <laughs> sure we probably made a lot of people even bigger fans of you. And then also some are like, I, I can never listen to his advice anymore because he said this. Um, but uh, that's what Twitter's all about, apparently. So I, I I hear a lot worse things than that on Twitter. So if that's all anybody <laughs> says about this, I will feel pretty fantastic about it. Perfect. We try to keep it positive on here with Triple Play, um, but that's awesome. So, uh, is there anything you would like to to plug while you're on here and uh, where everyone can find your your awesome content? Yeah, I would just say that um, last week I updated all of our Dynasty rankings, Dynasty trade chart, Dynasty top one hundred and fifty. 
And this week we have dynasty tiers for every position coming out. The following week we'll have mock drafts and all kinds of new dynasty stuff. So if you're looking for anything dynasty fantasy football related, cbssports.com, we actually have a dynasty landing page in the top right of the fantasy page, and that will give you access to all of our dynasty content for the year. Awesome. And that's all free, correct? All free. Perfect. So you can't, can't mess that on the, the free dynasty content. So I appreciate you coming on. Uh, so everyone who's listening, so this is Triple Play Fantasy. You're either watching us on YouTube right now, so go ahead and like the video, subscribe. We have a lot of content coming out um, this offseason between football, baseball, basketball. We're covering everything here at Triple Play. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe to our podcast um, so you don't miss any episodes coming out in the future. We have a lot of football content coming out all offseason. So I appreciate you coming on, Heath. Thank you for your time. Um, and thanks, everyone else out there, for listening.